Hello, my name is Asher Parsons. And my name is Dylan August. And together we are the hosts of Not, Not Your, Your Typical, Typical Talk, Talk, where we talk about everything theater. Now, today we have a very special guest on her birthday, woo, woo. Jessica. How you doing? I'm awesome. How are you? We're doing great. You have a good birthday so far? Yeah. Any plans? No. No, not right now? <laughs> James or Jordan make you breakfast in bed? No. Oh. But we did get to sleep late because there's no school today. That's yeah. nice. So yeah. that's always a plus. I also enjoyed that. If I'd... I could get one thing on my birthday, it would be to sleep late. Yeah. I literally woke up when he called me <laughs> to come over. Like at 2 o'clock? Yeah. You woke up at 2? <laughs> I woke up at like one thirty when you first called me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we just wanted to talk about mainly how, you know, you're a director, you're an actor, you do a lot of, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, um... I just, we just want to know like a lot of stuff about directing, you know? Yeah. I mean, as far as owning a company, now I do it all. Yeah. That wasn't, you know, how it started. And I will say when I started out in theater, I started, started out as a kid doing theater and then went to college and graduate school for music. Mm -hmm. So I was really singing more classical music and opera, then got back into musical theater as soon as I graduated and went was working as a professional, but if you had asked me, I would have told you I would never direct a show. Ever. Really? No, there's no way. It was so intimidating. There's so much, there's just so much, you have to know about everything, yeah. right? You know what I mean? You're not just an actor, you have to be head of the department, you mm -hmm. know? You're the captain of the ship. Everyone has to come to you. You have to know something about set design, lighting design, sound design, costume design, you are the person that keeps the show moving in a very cohesive way. And if you're not very clear about your vision, it's not that you don't listen to the other team members. I mean, number one, hopefully you hire great people to be your costume yeah, designer, lighting designer. Um, but it's a big job. Yeah. Like, and you have to know a little bit about everything. And I thought, oh, there's no way. There's no way I could do that. And I, honestly, I was would be super scared it was mm -hmm. scary to even think about it i thought i love being a singer i love being a performer this is what i'm kind of meant to do and and i loved it but i think after you do that for so many years yeah like as as you're a professional it's not that you don't still love it but i think you're looking to challenge yourself in yeah. other ways and i had a friend ask me to assistant direct a show she's somebody i met through lambs and so i was like you know what they're kids how bad can I be? <laughs> I, I couldn't be that bad. And she was the director and she was a friend of mine. And, and that was Charlie's Chocolate Factory, right? No, no. that's, oh. um, I did a show up in, I think it was Temecula, a friend who was, um, she was actually a stage manager at Lambs. I can't remember which show I met her doing, but she's the sweetest girl. I just loved her. Mm -hmm. And she lives up in Temecula. Her family had a kid's youth theater up there. And I think it was a Christmas show. Yes, they were doing um, the best Christmas pageant ever. The, it's the funniest Christmas play <laughs> ever. And so I thought, you know what? I would love to help, right? I yeah. don't have to be in charge. She asked me to go and help out. And I was supposed to music direct some things and maybe choreograph some little pieces. And then she said, I just want you to come and watch. And then, you know, give me notes and tell me what I could do better and how I could help. And then I took some scenes because she was just really overwhelmed. So she's like, okay, I don't have time to do this scene. Will you just direct these three scenes? And, and like, were you just thinking, holy shit? <laughs> no, no. You know what? I think... Um, I liked being helpful. I, yeah. I thought, you know, obviously she's got a lot on her plate. If this is going to help her, I'm just going to go and try. Mm -hmm. Again, how yeah. bad can it be? Yeah. I, I 
know how to move bodies around a stage. So it ended up being super fun and I loved it. And I was like, I'm kind of good at this. Okay. (laughs) I felt, you know, more confident. And so um, then I was working with Anton Farrow, right? You know, Anton and Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. I think they directed Peter Pan at East County. Yeah. You were in that one. Mm -hmm. So um, I was doing Fiddler on the Roof with Anton. Anton was, oh, I forget the role he was. He's the one who married Hava. So he and Courtney were working on that show at the time. And they said, you know what? You should you should go to CYT and give it a try. They always need good directors. Mm-hmm. You guys are so good with kids. Um, you know, you're professional. You love what you do. Just go and interview and just talk to them. And so I did. And they... <laughs> they they offered me a directing position. Well, they they came, they emailed me after I met with um, the artistic director, and they said, "Do you what do you want to do? Do you want to choreograph? Do you want to music direct? Do you want to direct?" And I just was like, "You know what? I'm just going to jump in, and I'm yeah. just going to say I want to direct." And they gave me Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, they offered it to me, and it's one of my top five favorite movies as a kid. I was oh, a little so that's bit that's obsessed. awesome. Yeah. Yes. When I was a kid, Mar- actually Mary Poppins and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's, awesome. that's, that's the so cool. First two shows I ever directed um, by myself. And, um, you know, I loved that movie and I loved that it was so odd and I loved Gene Wilder and it was strange and intriguing and funny and silly. And I just wanted to be one of those kids eating all that chocolate in that, <laughs> you know, you walk into the factory and it's so magical Oh yeah, and you can just eat everything. And it was so incredible. So I thought, yes, I just said yes. And I think sometimes, you know, through your career, you start to realize if somebody offers you something, you scared or not, you should probably just do yeah. it. Right. And, yeah. and that's something I was far enough along in my career where I realized that you can't say no because you're scared. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just said yes and jumped in both feet and, uh, I loved it. And then I just kept doing it and now we own our own company. That's awesome. You proved younger you wrong. <laughs> I definitely proved younger me wrong, but I think that's, you know, as you move through the life, you realize you want other challenges and you gain confidence. And honestly, I've met so many amazing people. And two, Lamb's Players for me was such a pivotal moment when I got hired to be there. The first show I did with them was Godspell and only seven people. I've never heard of a Godspell with only seven people. (laughs) Yeah. I met um, Colleen Kohler-Smith and her husband, Lance, because they were in a show at Signet, and Jordan was in that show. That mm-hmm. was a three-person show. It was just the, both Colleen and Lance and Jordan. Mm-hmm. So we had dinner with them. We hung out with them. And Colleen was like, you know what? She was a resident artist at Lamb. She said, you should, you should come audition for Godspell. And I was like, the auditions have already passed, Colleen. I can't do that. I, she goes, no, 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 no. You can just come straight to callbacks. I'll talk to them. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're going to let me do that, Colleen. But if you want to ask, I would love to be there. And she mm-hmm. was, I didn't know that she was so involved with the company. And so I go to this callback and it was like a dance call first. Not my forte, but you know what? I, you always just have to go in and fake it till you make it. And yeah. you go with confidence. And um, I danced and then they had me sing. I don't even think that I read. I can't remember. It's just such a blur. And then I got hired because they were only looking for one girl. 
everyone oh, wow. else was already cast. Lance was Jesus. And so they already knew that that show was cast yeah. and they needed one more girl. And I was a completely different look and a completely different sound um, than the other two girls that were cast. So I got hired. I was like, okay, God spell with seven people. All right, well, we'll see. I go to the table read the first day. And everyone had worked there before. I was the only new person. That was your first show at Lambs. That's got to be interesting. Was it Lambs at, uh, uh, you were never there when it wasn't in Coronado, right? Well, this one performed at the Horton Grant. Okay. So this one, and we ended up running, I think, for five or six months. So I'm the only newbie. I didn't know that. And that's got to be intimidating, right? Well, once I got there and we started reading, it was (laughs) super scary. Yeah. (laughs) But again, you just can't let it show. Mm -hmm. I was, but they all had seen the show at Lambs before. I think this was the fourth time in like the 30 years that they'd done it. So they were kind of remounting it, but they change it every Mm. time because Godspell is very flexible. And they're doing um, voices and accents and impersonations and pitching ideas. I thought I was on the set of Saturday Night Live and I was supposed to be a writer and coming up with characters on the spot. (laughs) And they were like amazing, these six people. I mean, so incredible. It was intimidating, but... um, you, again, you just have to go for it. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm hired to do that job. They saw something in me. Yeah. They hired me. I'm there because they wanted me to be there. So I'm just going to try to rise to the occasion and be as good as everyone else in the room. But they were fantastic. Yeah. And it was, I'd never done a show like that. I'd never done a table read like that before. But I think once you do it and you're like, I survived and I think I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> then you go home and you just you just work as hard as you can possibly work and just do the best job you know how to do. And they they're a great group of people. They're really a family. And Bob was uh, our director, Bob Smith, who's also incredible, loving, yeah, just the most amazing. I Bob's I love awesome. I love him as yeah. a director. I would work with him in every single show I ever did. I I love the way he directs his directing style. Mm-hmm. Um, he's easy to talk to. He's he's really also a great teacher. That's one of the things you know that sort of inspired Jordan and I to start theater for young professionals. Yeah, is Bob is also a great teacher and mentor. Yeah. And he's somebody that Jordan and I both respect and just love and love the way he runs his company. So in a way we kind of think of TYP as sort of a mini lambs in a way, taking that great idea and then implementing it with youth. And I think it works because yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, you know what I for mean? Sure. And I've seen that I've seen Carrie, Debbie and Bob make it work and it's not easy, but they do. And they have, um, they just they stick to what's important to them and they don't let outside people or outside opinions sway what they're trying to do and i love that mm-hmm. and they really have an artistic vision about what they want that company to be and the shows they choose and and that's really kind of what jordan and i have modeled typ on because yeah. i think it works and i respect it and we've had such good experiences there not only with bob and debbie and carrie but everyone they hire you know, they're very um, specific about what they want and who they bring in. Everyone we've ever worked there with there has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Not only talented, but wonderful people. Yes. And I think it's possible to create that atmosphere. You, again, you have to work at it. But like when I see the two of you together, I feel like, hey, 
maybe Jordan and I had a little hand in that relationship that yeah. you oh, have together. Oh, for sure. And the way you are on stage together. And yeah. the skill that you have and how much fun you have when you do it. And that's the thing is it's hard work, but it's worth it. Yeah. And when you ha- you're surrounded by people you love, it just makes it that much more satisfying when you walk out on stage with those people that you feel are your family. And mm-hmm. you've made something beautiful together. So when I started directing, I was like, you know, I want to try to do that too. Yeah, I was going to say, did you like... Do you think that your directing style was influenced by uh, Bob and past directors and just, you know? Absolutely, because I think, too, as you get older, you know, I've gone and done shows so many times. You're auditioning, and then you get flown into a company, right? You're Mm -hmm. going to a regional house. you, You are together. You live together or very close together. You rehearse for three weeks. The show is up. You do the show for two or three months, and there can be... You know, one bad apple can really spoil the bunch. Yeah. That is a true thing when one person is just complaining or, you know, it can really ruin a whole experience. Yeah. And I'd done that so many times. And then I had great experience after great experience after great experience at Lambs. But I saw how hard they worked at creating that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's not like it just happens. It's not magical. Yeah. Those three people that lead that company think that is important and because it's important to them it rubs off on everybody else and that love that they give that family that they create that positive um, atmosphere helps creativity as well Mm -hmm. and I think it makes their shows really special and really really beautiful so I just wanted to be that leader so as a director even working with 70 75 kids in a show they're looking to the adults around them to model what it is that you're doing. Yeah. So if you're a positive influence, if you're always excited, if you're happy to be there, kids see that. If you're having fun, that's so important. Mm-hmm. I want high quality, obviously. You know, I don't show up to do a bad job. Yeah. But for me, it was always like, you know, teaching the skills, but having fun doing it, mm-hmm. creating a loving, creative atmosphere is important. And I think if you do that, it will always, you will always have a great end product. Yes. So that was always, always my goal. I think uh, the other goal is to surround yourself with other great team members. So um, I'm very picky about who music directs with me (laughs) and who is the choreographer. Yeah. But usually when you're going somewhere, that's the great thing about being director. It is... um, it's a lot of responsibility because it all falls on your shoulders. Like when a show doesn't go well, everyone <laughs> looks to the director. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It really is your responsibility. But I think from day one, if you get the right people around you, it's going to turn out well. And and that's what I personally love about 2IP so much is because I think you guys have done such a great job of making that atmosphere. Yeah. And it's always like Every time that you walk into the space, you're not like, oh, I got to run the fight scene or I got to like go sing this song. You're just, you're excited to be there. And you're, you see like, I walk in, I see Asher, I see Shelby, I see Scotty, I see all them. And I'm like, wow, like this is, I'm going to have a fun day. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it's not hard work. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean that we're not hard on you or we're challenging, but it's also so much fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun, sweet that there was a couple of girls who came and took a dance class with us. 
I think it was like um, September, October, and they were kind of new. And when the class ended, one of the girls said, oh, I don't want class to end. I love coming here. Because oh. she loved the rehearsal space. She said, yeah. I just, I feel like this is home and I want to keep coming back. So it's comments like that, that like, oh, like, yeah, kill me in the best possible way. Because that's really what we're trying to create. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want people to want to be there. Because Jordan and I want to be there. <laughs> Again, it's not that it's not hard. I mean, every day I'm like at the computer, like <laughs> typing up contracts and yeah. emailing people and making a schedule. And those things are not fun. But yeah. it's worth it in the end. Like even when we did the last cabaret, when like you guys showed up for Shelby and Dylan's um, duets mm-hmm. and Scotty came with you and Gio came with you. <laughs> yeah. I would just, it made me so happy. We brought the whole gang. <laughs> the whole gang. It was awesome though, because I hadn't really seen you all together in person in a while. And it was so awesome. Yeah. It just feels like, it just feels right. It feels yeah. like a positive for energy. Sure. feels like we're going to create something amazing and have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely always my goal directing, but it, again, it's a lot of hard work because as a director, there's a lot of organization, especially if you're doing like a kid's show with 70 or 75 people. Part of my other goal is to make everyone feel special. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's important too. I don't care what level you're at, if it's your first show or your 21st show, I want you to feel special. I want you to feel like you've got a moment on stage. I want you to feel like your director knows your name. Yeah, First of all, that's mm-hmm. I mean, one. that's yeah. so stinky. When yeah, because when, when you don't, when you go in and the director doesn't know your name, you just feel so like unimportant. Know your like, cast. Well, yeah, yeah. Know your cast. For but sure. going on to big cast, as you just said, 75 or more, yikes. Yeah. yeah. What is, uh, is it easier to cast a big show or a smaller show? Or what do you prefer and anything with that? Well, I mean, I think like it, TYP, obviously we have a lot, it, that's easier in mm-hmm. a way because we have a lot of the same um, young artists that come back yeah. to us. Yeah. So we know your skills and we know what you can handle. And again, we're sort of picking shows because you've told us, I want to do that, right? I mean, how many times have you told us yeah. you want to do Spring Awakening? Yeah, which like, is finally happening, everyone, <laughs> and you need to see it when it comes out. Yes, uh, I'm playing Melchior, Asher's playing Moritz, mm-hmm. uh, auditions are... I think the uh, auditions are video auditions, I think, are due February 26th. Yes. And that's just sing a song, one to two minutes, record whatever you want, and send it in. And then I think the callbacks are like two days later. Those will be over Zoom and probably singing from the show and reading yeah. a scene. And so where can they send in their video audition? They send it to me and my email address is jessica at typsandiego.org. Mm-hmm. So, so I hope you'll audition. Yeah, if you want to contribute to that amazing atmosphere, you should definitely audition. But um, yeah, so so casting. Asher and I, we were talking about this a couple nights ago in his hot tub. And it was like, so, it was such a weird, like all of a sudden we just were like. conversation should happen. Yeah, all of a sudden we just were like, all right, well, we want to direct a show. <laughs> so we, we, went, we even came up with a full artistic we, team. Yeah. And we want Shelby to be the choreographer. We want always. Scotty to be the music director. And yes, we want to be the director. And we want to be co-directors. But then we sat there and we, we were casting shows for fun. And we realized it is not easy. No, it's not. Uh, you know, I, again, I think with the smaller shows at TYP, we already 
have a good idea about who's interested. Yeah. yeah. So that does make it a little easier. I do say I love being surprised. Mm-hmm. So when we have new people show up, like we've had some new people in the past couple of shows and they've been amazing. Like sweet, yes. kind, great actors or to see somebody take a big step forward. Like Abby Pruitt that was in Ghost in the Machine with the red hair, mm-hmm. right? She played Zelda. Yeah. Tons of dialogue. She's only in eighth grade. She's never had a named role before. Ever in really? anything. Ever in anything. She's done ensemble in probably 10 or 12 shows, but that was her first name role. And yeah. I feel like she killed it. So that's yeah, kudos always. To her. Yeah, kudos. I know. I just thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always amazing. And that's one of the great things about TYP is the shows generally are smaller. So we can spend more time with you. Yeah. We feel like it. there is a teaching aspect to it. For sure. And again, we're going to challenge you at the right level. We're not going to throw you into a lead, even though we kind of did with Abby, but I've known her since she was nine. So I've known her since she was young. She's been taking voice lessons with me since she was little. And she's always impressed me. She's super smart. She's really talented, but she's kind of quiet and shy. And so people... Don't always give her a chance because she's not that look at me, look at me kind of kid mm-hmm. that's kind of in your face. She's just... That's us, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she has the talent and she has the skill. And and she did the callback with Jordan and Jordan came inside and he was like, that Abby just blew me away. Yeah. Because she's super prepared. Yeah, she was amazing. Amaz- eighth grade. So eighth grade. Going back to you uh, casting shows, do you have any sort of formula or anything like that or like... Well, I think it always starts with a script. The script? Yeah. I think it always starts with a script. I, no matter what, I don't look at what has been done before. It's not that I don't look at it. Yeah. On purpose. Because what's been done before, it's not that it's wrong. Yeah. But I think for me, I always just, I need to read the script. So yeah. read the script, listen to the music. Um, you know, as a singer, it's definitely easy for me to figure out vocals. You know, being a director, mm-hmm. that's a singer. Yeah. But I also danced as a kid. So I have, a, you know, I'd never choreographed, but I have a dance background. I started taking ballet and tap when I was four and then trained seriously at ballet until I was about 16. I would, well, I went three days a week. That's some of these girls go every day. So <laughs> maybe that's yeah. not seriously, but I had a dance background too. So I, I do know a little bit about all those things. So but you have to think about what's important. Like, yeah. does this person really just have to be an amazing singer? Because if their vocals aren't crazy good, is the audience going to be like, wah, wah? Yeah. Because sometimes roles really are singing roles and not so much acting. Mm-hmm. It's in an acting role. And then same as vice versa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's about taking that apart and thinking about um, what skills does that part really, really need? What's the most important thing? And then also thinking about, I think, like with a place like um, CYT, Every, no one's going to walk in the door and probably have all the skills you need yeah. for that part. Yeah. So as a teacher and as a director, can I get them where they need mm-hmm. to be by the time that we open? Yeah. Like, are they flexible? Are Is this someone who takes direction? Is this someone who has passion and really wants to learn, you know? And then I also try to be really organized about my callbacks. Mm-hmm. And I think that creating the right atmosphere and the right having people seeing and prepare the right material is also very important. Yeah. For me, callbacks in front of each other makes me insane. Well, I remember even auditions. You know what? I don't love auditions in front of each other either, but that's less offensive. Mm -hmm. I think, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I do think that it, 
it turns into almost like a little mini performance. And that does help some yeah. kids. Yeah. I've seen kids who have been really, really shy sitting there scared to death but when they walk up and their mom is sitting right there they've actually done a really yeah. great job yeah so i'm i'm kind of okay with that i don't love it but i do think it helps some kids yeah um i remember my first callback was with you mm-hmm. for mary poppins oh right and i remember you when when the list came up for the callbacks i was so so scared the night before and i was so nervous and then i got there and you came up you gave me a hug you like gave me the material and you were like all right so just come over here and you know get ready and i was i all the nerves like they didn't all go away cuz right. obviously i'm still at a callback right. but it it definitely eased them a lot and i loved that that was the atmosphere because ever since then now callbacks have been scary but i've always been able to think that like you know they're not they're not looking at they're not trying to make you look bad in any no, way they right. want you to be right for the part they just right. you know some right. people are better Yes. You know? And I think the thing about a callback is it's the director's responsibility to create an atmosphere for every actor to succeed. Mm-hmm. And you just cannot do that in front of each other. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, when I was non-union, I had to do a couple of callbacks like that, and it was just horrible. It's and then horrible. you're like nervous about people stealing your stuff too. <laughs> and, and they do, but yeah. I don't think they always mean to. Yeah, I, I feel like it's subconscious yeah, a lot. Sometimes it's subconscious. I, you know, I don't know, but I don't think it creates the right atmosphere. Yeah. And that's that's so much of really being able to see what somebody can do. You can't do your best when your best friend is sitting next to you and you both want the same part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's horrible and i think it's really hard as a kid and it's really hard as teens to do that too yeah like if i'm an adult and i'm in a room with a friend and i had i had this happen before where a friend of mine like literally stole my stuff like literally i got up and did mine my callback and then she just copied it Aww. and she ended up getting the part and i Aww. was like so, say what but i think as an adult you go i could see that she was nervous and of course she wants the part. And then sometimes once you hear somebody do it, you think, well, that's the right way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's even what you wanted to do. Yeah. And somebody went before you. So that's why all of that is just bad for me. Yeah. And I, I think that's how you cast a show well, is creating that atmosphere. It's all about how can I put these actors at ease so mm-hmm. they can walk in the door and give me their best performance and not be scared out of their minds and give me something mediocre or terrible because they can't concentrate because there 20 other people are staring at them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I also think that privacy is, is just respect for the actor and I don't care what age you are. Everyone deserves to be respected. I don't care if that kid is five or seven or 16. We shouldn't say they just have to suck it up and do it. Yeah. If we're respecting everybody in the room and everybody's equally important, because obviously I can't act <laughs> 20 parts. You know what I mean? I'm the director, but I am not going to choreograph and I'm not going to music. Dr- I'm not going to yeah. do those things all at once. Yeah. I'm just not. And it, it's about creating that atmosphere of respect again, so that everyone feels important. Everyone feels noticed. Everyone feels valid and important for being in the room mm-hmm. because you're trying to pick the best people for that part. And you just can't do that if they're a nervous wreck. Yeah. You just can't. And I don't want to see kids feel that way. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to see adults feel that way either. Yeah. Um, but I, I think mean, the worst thing is I always feel I've, this has happened on multiple occasions and I always feel so bad when you just see kids 
who want to audition and they want to do really well and then they go up and they're just so nervous that they just start crying. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen that and it's so, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it, maybe that's a point where, oh, maybe they're, maybe they're not ready yeah. to audition. Yeah. But there's been times too when I've, I've seen people like sing with them in the audience if they've forgotten their words, which was really cute and yeah. really sweet if they're little. Yeah. There's their first audition. But, you know, with that kind of stuff, you know, if I see on their form, this is their first audition, I would wait to the end and say, we'll clear everybody out of here. Let Tell them if they want to stay after, they can come in and literally just stand two feet from me. Mm-hmm. We'll clear the room. We'll let them sing because I want that kid to have a fighting chance. Yeah. And I want them to leave an audition or a callback feeling like, yes, I did my And best. wanting to do it again. Wanting to do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. I want you to go home, even if you don't get the part, then you feel like, I did my best. Yeah, you're proud of yourself. That guy was better than me, or that girl was better than me. She was amazing, but I'm going to shoot for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the other thing that can be positive, is you can be inspired by your peers. Yeah. You know, I think if you create that atmosphere, then everyone leaves proud of themselves. They want to be in the show. They're excited about the director they're working with and the choreographer. You can create that Mm -hmm. and don't ever sell that short. That is important. I've even given out Starbucks cards so that people learn each other's names. I I remember that. that, I remember that. It's fun. I mean, there's so many ways you can create that atmosphere and let it not be um, exclusive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you have to work to create an inclusive environment. And it's the little things too. Like we were saying, like knowing your cast member's name, literally just saying like, hey, Dylan or hey, Asher. Like you feel like you feel wanted and like you deserve to be there when when a director does something so little as that. Right. Or even just says like, hey, good job on that high kick. I know you were struggling with it. Yeah. Now you've got it. Isn't I'm that's so important. Yeah. And, and again, TYP is in a little bit of a different place because we're we're pushing you guys to to really be in, at a high high level. Yeah. But all of that youth theater is important. Yeah. It's all valid. Even if you just show up to have fun, that's important. Mm-hmm. If you're learning some skills and you're creating friendships and you're maybe taking those skills on into a job where you need to speak in front of people. Yeah. And yeah. because you were involved in youth theater, you can do that now and you feel confident with that. All that is so important. Yeah. So it's just different. I mean, but I still love doing it. it mm-hmm. It's a big job to cast 70 kids. I mean, I think with Lion King, we had 107. Yeah. Like, how many that did was you have a to huge cut? cast. Like over 30. We had 74. In the show? 74 in the show, and I think we had 107 auditions. Yeah, I so remember I have, a, that. I have a random question going back to the, uh, to, not random, going back to the day one audition process. Uh, when you have the group of people at the table, the audition table, mm-hmm. who is the one who has the permission to say, stop the, uh, to uh, say, we've heard enough? Because let's say the music director may have wanted to hear more, but the director said, stop, we heard enough. Or, you know what I mean? Because sometimes well, they'll stop you. How do you know if that was appropriate as the director, music director, or if the choreographer even does have a say in that? Well, I think when it's a singing audition, you know, that's really the music director's purview, I think. I mean, we're all a part of the team. But first of all, I don't think you should ever stop anybody. 
<laughs> well, if they've gone over or... Well, if they've gone over, I think that's different. I think everyone probably looks to, to the director. Mm-hmm. And I've had kids literally just before misunderstand what the audition was. They, they You could and tell they thought like they were supposed song. to sing the full song. <laughs> and I've said, okay, sweetheart, thank you so much. I love your singing. That was amazing. But you only needed to prepare one minute. So good job. You can sit down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good job. High five. And I'll have them come over and like high five me at the table. Awesome yeah. job. Because I don't want them to cry because that breaks my heart. Yeah. But, you know, you we don't have time for a full song. And some people just are nervous and they just keep going. Or parents that are brand new mm-hmm. just didn't read the audition call. And yeah. that's okay. You know what I mean? If you're a minute 10, fine. You know, I, I can tell the, you're about to finish. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to stop you. Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably everybody's. <laughs> personal preference i think when you're talking about little kids or younger kids again like with spring awakening i'm saying one to two minutes because you're sending in video auditions those Mm -hmm. are things i'm gonna watch if you were in person because that's a smaller show with only 12 people in it and really very specific it's 16 and older you know, I probably would let you sing a two minute cut if you wanted, because at that point, when we're talking about only casting six girls and six boys, I want to see your acting. Yeah, and I want to kind of need that little extra edge. You need that extra time, I think. And to to really show off a variety of vocals, because mm-hmm. I think like with Spring Awakening, like for the boys, there's falsetto singing. And oh, yeah, not, there's a wide range of stuff for the boys. There's a wide range. And so I I would rather give you two minutes. But again, I think that's where being organized is important Mm because when you put that audition call out it all needs to be there yeah and if it's not clear then i always encourage people reach out and like email me and i will answer your questions always always but i think when you're doing something like lion king you need to stick close to that one minute because you have 107 people coming that yeah you know what i mean and you don't want auditions to run behind i'm really a stickler about keeping um callbacks on time as well I mean that you just cannot keep people there all day. Yeah. But usually I will, you have appointment times. No one shows up and sits around when I do a callback. It's like these people are from 10 to 11. If it runs over five minutes, fine. But then if you haven't seen what you need, that's bad on the director and bad on the team. You don't keep kids and you don't keep actors sitting around. Then the next group is at 11 and the next group is at 12. The next one is at one. You, you just you have to be organized and when you're organized it's a well-oiled machine and again that's me being respectful to you right Mm -hmm. that's my job as a director i have to have it together i should know what i want and if i don't know what i want i didn't do my i didn't prepare well and i think that's what happens is sometimes people are like "Eh, it's a kid's show let's just throw it together let's just show up and do whatever (laughs) i think it happens you know but uh, again i I don't think you're going to get the product in the end that you want. Mm-hmm. And and it's disrespectful to the other adults on the team. A lot of the parents are volunteers. Or, you know, if I'm dealing with a customer or talking to a customer, if I don't have a clear divi- clear vision of what I want, bad on me. Because, yeah. you know, they shouldn't have to go back and pull 12 costumes because I wasn't mm-hmm. clear. And like with Lion King, we created them all from scratch. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome. And then I just showed up with a um, like a collage of pictures of what I wanted. I think I remember that actually. Yes. So we had Katrina put together a, a complete picture book um, of costumes that I'd sent her, makeup, 
accessories. I was just super involved with mm-hmm. every step. But again, that was me creating a show from scratch for that company because it's brand new. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. I love because I love lighting design, set design, costume design, makeup, hair. I love it all. So if I can create it from scratch, then yeah. I'm super happy. Yeah, that must be cool. <laughs> it was. All right. One more question before we head out. This is something that I've always wondered when mm-hmm. you're directing or when you're casting. Like, do you ever have like a pre- preconceived idea of what you want in a role? And then somebody comes in and they do something completely different. And you're like, never mind, that's it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, again, I think it's about in- being encouraging and being thoughtful with people so that they can walk in the door and make bold choices. Yeah. I remember when I was casting Susical, we had we had some really great people as leads in mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, that was an all-star cast. It that was really, really, really was. And they were they really thought about those parts. But, you know, uh, they used the stage they used props on the stage and they asked permission mm-hmm. um so thomas played the cat in the hat mm-hmm. and he there was one scene where he was supposed to be sitting and like playing the piano and there was a keyboard on the stage and he's like can i sit at the keyboard i was like go for it <laughs> and then bailey was like can i sit on the stool can i take move the stool and put it over there and they were supposed to be doing a scene together and i was like yes Yes. So, I mean, I think, again, if you're not sure and you're in a callback situation, just ask. Yeah. But otherwise, in a callback, it. I think this is what's hard, especially for young actors. It's not about um, making the right choice. Yeah. I think so many times. I remember this as a young actor going into callbacks thinking, I need to guess what's in the director's brain and find the right choice mm-hmm. and do that thing. That's I was always going in with this guessing game of what what do they want? I'm going to watch their face and try to read them and see if I'm doing the right thing. And then after a while, I realized that's so wrong. Yeah. It's just it's about making like strong, clear choices. Yeah. It's and not showing about that you right can have different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about your interpretation of that character. Yeah. And just make a bold choice and commit to it. Mm hmm. And I have to say that you guys have both become very good at that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, Thank really you. good at that. I remember <laughs> during so um, history. <laughs> oh, history. history. <laughs> I think I'm going to go like back to Willy Wonka or something. No, no. Oh, no. You were a cute Oompa Loompa. <laughs> you were adorable. You were so funny. I remember you had very good solos as an Oompa Loompa. Thank you. You had awesome singing solos. I distinctly remember that. That's yeah. where I met Kirsten. Remember oh, I yeah. made her sweep the stage with the broom. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Megan Banks was also the cutest Oompa Loompa you'd ever seen. That was a great show. I That I was the show say, that made me want to get involved in musical theater. But I met a lot of you through that show. Mm-hmm. And I've known you since you were 9, 10. And it's pretty satisfying for me to watch you grow up mm-hmm. it's really quite lovely because i could see the the talent and the passion in you even at a young age how much you loved what you were doing and as an adult who loves to do what you love to do to to be able to have a part of your be a part of your journey and to feel like i'm helping you grow those skills and become kind of who you're meant to be that's pretty exciting, you know? It's it's really amazing. Yeah, I met Marina. I met Sarah Ball, Tegan. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then the next show, 
Cole, mm-hmm. you and your brother, I yeah. mean, Gavin. I already knew Scotty because he was in Les Mis with us. So. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Hold on. What were we going to say about history? I was thinking oh, about that. Geez. Well, the fact that half your lines weren't memorized. But... <laughs> no, nobody's lines were memorized. <laughs> and Kirsten had the note cards. Oh, she shoved them in her belt. It was literally one of the funniest things. But it was a fantastic performance, Asher. Oh, 100%. Fantastic. It was amazing. Sweating like a pig. Yeah. And then hawking the popcorn and selling oh, yeah. photos <laughs> during intermission. Mm-hmm. But those were bold choices yeah you know how to commit and yeah that show was that show was funny. scary scary but wonderful scary to go on every night because you didn't know what was what gonna happen was gonna happen or what you were gonna forget it worked really well though when we forgot something it worked yeah wasn't it wasn't the punch sound effect supposed to be straight on when i punched josh but then one night it wasn't and i, I remember that jordan but then we kept it. I remember that because opening night, I saw the show and the punch was right on and it was like perfect timing. And then the next night you did it again and the punch was off and you stared up at Jordan like this death stare up in the booth. Amazing. And then he like said something and then you guys continued the show and everyone was laughing their asses <laughs> off. And then it ever since so then funny. you guys kept it and it was just amazing. Yeah. But those are usually things you find in rehearsal, but we didn't have that kind of time. <laughs> no. yeah. So you found them in performance, but I remember again. I forgot my line once and I just said, line, Kirsten gave it to me. I said, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember <laughs> so that too. Funny. I was so nervous sitting in the audience for you and then Kirsten said it and then you said it and it just worked and it was just, everyone right. laughed. It, it felt like it was a part of the show. It but was awesome. That is just a great lesson in how you have to commit to yeah. big, bold choices. And that kind of comedy is a style that youth don't often get to do. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, that, uh, that was a big part of 13 because that's kind of an over the top mm-hmm. show as well. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do more of that for sure. Yeah. We'll do more of that for sure. But that's such a fantastic skill. And, and knowing how to do that in a callback, that's really what the director's looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the secret. Be as prepared as you know how to be with the amount of time that you have which sometimes is very little, yeah. and then make strong choices. And a director will always, always see that. Yeah. And I think you'll always be proud of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should get a directing class one time. I think that would be fun. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be classes, really cool. When our class is coming up? Yeah, classes will be starting at TYP the first week in April. Registration is not open yet. We're still kind of getting classes together, but I think we'll have a songwriting class. Marina Daria has... Uh, agreed to teach that. I know she's mm-hmm. a great songwriter. Yeah. Plays multiple instruments. Um, we'll have a Midsummer Night's Dream, the mm-hmm. play coming mm-hmm. up, and those auditions and callbacks are also coming up soon. Yeah. We'll have Spring Awakening. I think we'll do the playwriting class again. Shelby will be teaching classic uh, tap again. Mm-hmm. And then I think we'll have an intermediate acting class. So And then we also got up. a show coming up called yeah, The Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. And which is a, to those too. a crazy talented a uh, cast of young women that it's it's an all-star cast um when is that coming up that's soon that right? will be soon um they're actually filming march 6th and 7th but mm-hmm. we won't live stream until march 24th through the 28th okay so 24th 25th 26th 27th will be a 7 p.m live stream and then the sunday the 28th will be a 4 p.m live stream we also have one adult female and oh, she's a professional okay. um Kelly and she's also amazing. She's only in one scene, but she's really fantastic. Yeah. So I see you decided to give your husband editing time this time. Around. Yeah. <laughs> I think with Outsiders, it was 
four days. Yeah, that's yeah, that was crazy was fast. We we've learned a lot, but then the Monday and we night shot class, outsiders in one night. Mm-hmm. We did eleven hour day, right? Twelve yeah, hour day, I something think, about yeah, yeah, something around there. I think it was eleven hours, and then you took an hour the day before to film the rumble. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. so glad that you did. Oh yeah, if we didn't, we would have been screwed because of those wrestlers that came in out <laughs> of nowhere. Didn't know that was happening. Yeah, yeah, but that's again uh, having to be flexible and. If you're good at what you do, you just have to take whatever given circumstances yeah. you have yeah, and make sure. the most incredible thing you can make out of it. But again, I feel like with that experience, I I love that show. I love how that movie turned out. You guys were amazing. And I, even though it was a crazy day, I feel like we had fun. It was so, it was much, so fun much fun to do. I just remember watching all of you. And even though it was a little stressful and a little crazy, you looked so happy. It, it, we were. It was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. And, and watching the wrestlers with Eli was really fun, too. Yeah. Watching even though they were a... <laughs> Eli wrestle. <laughs> yeah, watching Eli wrestle. The name of the wrestler. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyways... You guys have those experiences together. Makes it worth it. Yeah. It so, awesome. anyways, are there any last words you have for any young artists out there listening to the show? Well, I mean, definitely audition for a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. Spring Awakening. We, we love discovering new people. Yeah. So, don't be shy. We're here to help you. It's a... It, don't be intimidated. We're here to teach as you as you do a show and uh, take class with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe one day they'll all be as good as you two. Oh, Aww. thank you. I'm excited um, and if you're not your- familiar with uh, mid- Midsummer, you said? A Midsummer Night Stream. A Midsummer Night Stream. It is a Shakespeare, a Shakespeare play. play. Yes. And it's Spring Awakening his, is the musical. Probably one of his most famous comedies. Oh, definitely. Yeah. not the most famous. Yeah. But it's very magical. Puck is a fairy and starts putting spells on people. So mm-hmm. there's a fairy king and queen. Christopher Lesson, lovingly referred to as Papa Bear, will be Oberon, the care the fairy king. That's awesome. So he's definitely already cast in that. I think John Rosen, who was the rabbi when you guys did Oh 13, no way. Yes, he's going to be one of the roles in that, but I think he might also be in Spring Awakening. So <gasps> We both just lit up. So, that's part of TYP, too. Is it, it's not just about, you know, it's always about you guys. Yeah. But we love to invite incredible um, adult artists here in the San Diego community to come and perform with you. Yeah. It's not only, I think, inspiring to watch them perform. They're just really amazing Especially human beings. Especially our equity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're amazing human beings that I know you guys really connect with. And we just have fun. Yeah. We just really have a lot of fun. Yeah, so. we do. All right. Uh, please go check out TYPSanDiego.org. Uh, watch the wolves. I definitely will be. Asher will be. And uh, as always, stay, stay classy, San Diego. San Diego.